Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. How are you doing? What a year it has been. And now we are heading into Christmas in just a few days. I hope that your hearts are full and not overwhelmed and that your mind is sound and at peace with him. And I just pray I just pray over your spirit and over your mind right now. I pray, Father God, for peace to overflow over everyone listening. I pray, Father God, that whatever worries and whatever fears are in their mind will flee at your name, the name of Jesus. We ask all worry and all fear to flee right now, and we pray this in your holy name. Amen, 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 hallelujah. I just want to thank you for joining me today. I just adore you guys. I just thank you so very much for your support, for listening to my heart, to these episodes, to these messages, to the interviews. It really, really means a lot. And I just pray that it is touching your heart and it's filling your heart with more faith, with more hope and more peace and more encouragement. And if you have a story, a testimony or a prayer request, please feel free to message me. Feel free to reach out on social at Heart of Purpose Podcast. And please, please, please reach out anytime. If you are loving the podcast, please don't forget to write a review, a five-star review on any podcast platform so that more and more people can see um, and hear the good news of Jesus. I just have so many amazing, awesome things in the works. I just can't even believe all that God um, is doing um, in my life, but through me um, in an overflow to to bring hope and prayer and encouragement to others. So stay tuned for more. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter and get emails uh, weekly so that you can stay updated and get all the exclusive, all the exclusive news. Well, welcome today. I have an incredible guest. We are going to talk all about getting into our Bible and maybe some tips on how to do so and just the importance of it all. I have Jennifer Edward, and she is a Bible teacher, but she is just an incredible person, and I just love following her on social where she offers a lot of Bible teaching on her Instagram Live, on her post, and so you're going to have to go follow her, but Listen to our interview first um, because you'll get to know her a little bit more and get to hear her heart. So welcome. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Hi. So excited to be here with you. Yeah. Thank you. We're getting close to Christmas. Have you done all your um, shopping or seasonal? Oh, your cards? I've been so terrible with my cards. Yeah, I actually, it's funny. So cards went out. I always say, so my, my trick for my cards is because my husband's always like, okay, well, if you're going to order them, you got to order them early. And so my trick has always been, um, to get the cards before like the black Friday sale goes away for the cards. So that's kind of my push to like, order them. um, and then when they arrive, I have to like force myself to like get them all addressed and send them in the mail. So those are done and Christmas shopping is, I've got a couple, you know, little things here and there. I feel like, you know, always to the last minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm typically always to the last minute with my cards. Um, like this year I still am, but, um, I was a little, I got, you know, I got started early with the gifts. I think I was just like, you know, I have one full day. Let's just get it done. Like, let's just get it done, get it wrapped and be done with it. <laughs> Because I don't like, actually, I work really well under pressure, but yeah. I just, um, you know, I'm like, I might as well save myself some 
sometime. Um, so any, you already have them wrapped. Cause I'm like, no, and that's <laughs> yeah. <kind> of behind. <laughs> I have to, cause I don't have anywhere to like hide them really, you know, like yeah. <laughs> my kids would find them. So, and you know, no, we're, they're still so little that, and their cousins are all into Santa. So we're yeah. still, I'm always like, I don't really want to tell you there's San- that Santa's, you know, I want to, I literally want to tell them like, Santa's not real. Like, because they do know it's all about Jesus. Like, that's the one thing I love that my son, the five-year-old is, is like, Christmas is all about Jesus. And I'm like, yes, that's right. And then he'll be like, well, how does Santa fly? How do the rain, you know? And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to balance it. So how old are your kids? So Mason is seven and Eliana is three. Um, but it is also all about Jesus. So like, um, I mean, we even started doing like a birthday cake or cupcakes or something on Christmas to like celebrate. Cause we're really, we're celebrating Jesus's birthday. Yeah. So, um, that's really been like, they look forward to it and they, um, cause all of our birthdays are stacked too. So it's like my son, my daughter, my husband, and then me, um, yeah. and- and then Jesus's birthday is like the grand finale. And so we've always just made a big deal and it's just another time to have cupcakes and candles and all that fun yep. stuff. So. That's yeah. actually, that's a great, that's a great idea. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That's a good idea, especially just for the little ones to understand. Cause I mean, all of, you know, all their friends and cousins are talking about it. So they don't understand really. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to dive into Bible teaching because that's what you do. Actually, I have a question because this has just come up this year for me, which is kind of crazy being like, Hey, we're Christians. We celebrate Jesus birthday, but his birthday is actually September 11th. But there's like, then there's all these like traditions that had happened throughout the years. And like, do you know anything about it? So we can bring it all full circle because I'm, I'm trying to dive into it more, but I also know that like, it's not about legalism. Like it's not about this and that it's really your heart posture. And so I'm just trying to like juggle it all. And I know a lot of people probably listening have questions too about that if they haven't known, but I, when I found out that Jesus birthday was actually September 11th, I'm like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. But, um, yeah, I haven't, I mean, I haven't done a ton of studying on that, but I, I mean, I knew that. Um, and I actually recently this year did a little bit of research on like the Christmas tree and like, well, why is there a Christmas tree? And like, just understanding. And a lot of it, obviously, um, it was well, this article that I read from this history website, a lot of just a bit talked about, um, about there was in, in Germany and then in Britain, they used this tree as a, a celebration. And so it just became like this symbol. And I know like for us, like we put a star at the top. Some people don't, we do just because I'm like the light of the world, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so that's why. And so, um, I, I definitely need to study more about that, but I did know his birthday. And then I think, I think, like you said, I think it's a matter of, um, and the same thing goes for like the trees and everything. And I think, and, and even gifts, right? Like yeah. what is this? Um, and my husband, um, we were talking just, just about like Christmas in general and trying to like talk to our kids who are seven and three and just understanding that really this is like, yes, you get presents, but you have to think like, what did Jesus do? for his birthday, right? Like we're celebrating his birthday yet he is in a sense, like we're getting all these gifts, like the gifts are coming to us. And I just think it, and, and when we talked about it and I was, you know, like saying that I'm like, it really just struck a chord. Cause I'm like, Jesus, again, it just shows us like this, this lead, this servant hearted person, man, you know, savior that he is that, um, 
to just like give like the gift. You know what I mean? When, when it's our birthday in the flesh, we're like, Oh, it's my day. It's about yeah. me, me and, and Jesus. And- and again, we see like who he is. He's like, no, like, it's not like, it, it's not about me. Like, and so I don't know. It's- He's our gift, you know, and, yeah. but he never asked for anything in return, yeah. which is so yeah. incredible. Struck me. I was like, okay. Like, and so trying to just teach the kids too about, you know, re- you know, it's not all about just, you know, receiving and it's just, it's about giving. And so, um, to be able to like give, like, look what our savior has done for us and what he's given us in this gift. And so, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it's, it's, it's interesting when you have your own to how, how are you going to have those conversations and kind of lead, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's really, I like, I think it's a fun conversation to have <laughs> just yeah. to see how other people do it and how you kind of bring the truth into it for little ones to understand. And I think honestly, that's just reiterating daily. <laughs> Cause like every time they talk about Santa or talk about gifts, I say, oh, and we're going to give, you know, it's all about giving to others and it's all about Jesus. And I think they're getting it. We will find out. (laughs) You're planting no matter what, like we're building upon that foundation. We're planting those seeds. And so at the end of the day, whether they fully get it right now in this moment, or you just know, like you're, that's, you're planting those seeds. Yeah, that's good. You're building on that foundation. So, yeah. So talking about foundation, thanks for teeing it up. Um, (laughs) It's so important to have a foundation of theology in our walk with Christ and understanding who he is you know, what he was, is meant to be for us. And also just all of the fun stories of how we're supposed to be living our life as a Christian. So first question, how did you get started in, in kind of learning about the Bible and having that passion to teach about it as well? Because you, so you are a Bible teacher and when did that all start? Yeah. So I, um, so I have been doing it for a really long time, like pre kids. Um, but I would definitely say just more private, like for my, like my own study. And then also just for, you know, women's Bible study, um, and like small groups and things like that at church. Um, so that's really where, um, like throughout high school and then college, um, I did that. And then we're trying to get pregnant. And so we, it took about a year and then realized, Hey, we, you know, we, there's something going on. And so come to find out, we were walking through a really long road of infertility. Mm. Um, still technically I am. And so we ended up having to do IVF and, you know, it was just, again, just following his footsteps and just praying and like knowing that like, if this was going to happen, it was going to be part of his plan and we're just going to follow his lead. And then I had, and then at 23 weeks, I went into labor and I had my son at 23 weeks. So my wow. son rolled, I had him at 23 weeks. So he was one pound, eight ounces. No and way. I was airlifted from the hospital, like where I live to downtown. I'm, I'm in Colorado. And so downtown Denver. And I mean, they said like, there's zero percent chance like you know and if he come if he's alive I don't even know how long he would even stay alive um we don't even know you know that we can really even keep him alive um so basically everything that could go wrong within you know because I had things progressed right so to like you know long story short things progressed really quickly that day and we had like five minutes to decide and then um if we wanted to like try and fight for his life and we're like 100 like yeah (laughs) like whatever is gonna happen you know we're not in control and so um had him at 23 weeks they basically said like everything that 
you could go everything that could go wrong basically went wrong for him like times 10 and so we spent almost six months in the NICU and at day four so he had a massive brain bleed and so they put him in hospice he was the only kid at the time in like 42 year history that left like was got discharged from hospice and just went back into you know our regular NICU room. Wow. yeah and so um it was in like those moments, especially like when they told us, you know, we think it'd probably be best for you to just turn the life support off and, and just have it be the end of the road. Because honestly, like, we don't know if he'll ever walk, talk, breathe, like do anything. And so it was at that time where I did a lot. I mean, I spent those six months, I would say, I mean, definitely not on Instagram. Like, I feel like (laughs) I don't think I actually got like got an Instagram account until like after we were home from the NICU, but I did a lot. I mean, obviously there was a lot of prayer. There was a lot of, you know, in the word. And because at the end of the day, and and my husband and I even said, like, we're not in control. Our only hope in this is Jesus. And that is all we have to cling to. And so we went in there every single day filled with joy. I mean, obviously there was sadness, sadness, and there's grief, but everybody were like, Oh, well, why are the Ed Awards so happy? And like, you know, (laughs) I'm like, at the end of the day, yes, this is sad. And yes, this is, you know, he's suffering and we're all suffering, but we have a greater hope and God is bigger. And so that is what we clung to like throughout the whole process of it, even more. Right. And again, it was not perfect. I had many moments where I was angry and wrestling and all Mm -hmm. of those things. And a lot of guilt on like my part, um, but it was through that time that I really like, I feel like the only thing that actually carried me was like to just literally eat and drink his word. Okay. Mm-hmm. In a sense. And that's what I did. And so then kind of fast forward when we were home from the NICU and I was, um, was home with him and I, um, had a friend who was like, Hey, you know, she was kind of just saying like, Hey, I've got some, there, there's Instagram and there's like a couple of accounts that you should follow that have like hope and truth. And I think it would just be something that would be comforting to you. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. So I checked it out and I just kept feeling the Lord, like put on my heart as I was reading, you know, this truth and, and just these words of hope and encouragement. I was like, you know, if I could share, um, you know, not, not just his story, like my son's story, because I, I always, I, there's like a balance between that. Cause I want to just like, kind of just yes. hold that for him to share. Right. But yes. I do want people to hear my testimony and, and kind of what I walked through. And so I was like, well, you know what, if I could share a little bit of who he is, cause really, I don't want people to know me. I want people to know yeah. him. Um, and so I just put something out there and I started to have those one-on-one conversations with people and I was like, okay, like, I love it. I'm passionate about digging into the word and like sitting in scripture and just teaching it. And so that's long story short. I love- wow. How I got started. <laughs> no, that's incredible. Oh my yeah. gosh. And so long story short, he's living and doing well. And yeah, so he has, uh, I mean, he has special needs. And so I'm you know, special needs mom. Um, but he is walking, talking. Um, we Aww. just started reading. So I homeschool him um, just because I, I, my husband and I knew it was just the best thing for him. Um, and so it's, it's incredible. I mean, he's a miracle when, I mean, all children, oh. but um, he's definitely, um, I mean, he has beat all odds. That's for sure. And he, wow. knows, he knows Jesus through and through. So he knows, like, you know, he knows. So, oh, that's so sweet. That's going to be, he's going to have his incredible testimony um, yeah. to share with other people as well. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So as you started, so it just started with Instagram. Did it just start to increase then as you were posting? Yeah. So I, um, I was still like leading Bible studies and doing different women's groups and speaking, um, and sharing, you know, obviously like some of my testimony and then just really, I feel like a lot of times, even when I'm speaking or sharing, you know, at, you know, different events, um, most of it is, you know, I'll share a little bit about that, but let's dig into the word. And so that's, um, you know, that is what I have just, it's kind of grown into. And then I'm um, really just getting to teach, you know, people online through Instagram. I think the, um, I, I think there's a fine balance of like social yeah. media and the world hundred percent. Like you have to be, you have to have that balance. Um, but there's yeah. really something powerful because there have been conversations, um, that I've had with people and just to see people coming to know the Lord, um, just even through the small space of the internet, right. Which yeah. is just incredible. So yeah, it's so good. It, there's such, it's so hard to show up sometimes on, yeah. I, I'm so introverted that like social media is not really like my jam. <laughs> and so I have to, I have to like, really like remind myself, um, of how I can use it, um, for his glory, but just naturally I'm naturally, I'm just, I don't even think to post. I don't think to share my life, you know, like, I think it's just, I don't know. I'm just a private person, but, um, that's why, I mean, God, God works in mysterious ways with, with our lives and how he uses us in, in ways that we can never even imagine. So you host Bible studies. Um, is this a quarterly or? Um, yeah, so I will, I mean, I'll probably, I usually do them like I would say more often than quarterly um, or a lot of times we'll pick up, you know, I try like daily or at least weekly to have something where we're, you know, looking at a verse or something, especially. And the thing is too, and this kind of goes back to like social media and like content creation, all that stuff. And for me, it's always Holy Spirit led, right? Yes. So, and that's the thing is like a lot of times if I'm I'm posting about something it's because I'm specifically like soaked into whatever that verse is yeah. and for me and, and I know it probably goes against all of of like the the social media experts like you had a batch content and all this stuff and for uh, me I cannot do that because I'm no. like this is something that I am prayerfully seeking the Lord for and if he's like if I feel the pull and he's like share this or write yeah. this that's where I do it and so and so, yeah, so that's, it's not like a, Hey, we're just going to write all this content and like put it out there. Um, I mean, I, um, I, I really follow his lead and just, you know, wherever that overflow is, then I'll pour into that. And so, but yeah, I mean, I do have where, um, like just different studies or like I, what I love is getting to do them like with people. And so whether that's like going through it on Instagram live together or going through it on Instagram stories and being able to just like explain, but then also have those conversations. And so kind of taking it offline, if we're going to like, you know, go on zoom or whatever with a yeah. group of people to be able to really just dig into the word together. That's so good. It's so important. How yeah. have you seen kind of when you dive into the word, how it just affects your day, you know, cause it's, it's all about finding the time, making the time uh, to be with God and, and making that our priority. But I think a lot of times people struggle with that. So yeah. how do you um, put, how do you schedule that in? 
So for me, it's just always like, I can tell like the days where I do not wake up first thing and spend time like in the word and in prayer. Um, I can just feel not even like that the day goes sideways, but I can just feel like a heavier weight, right? Like Mm -hmm. you just, I just Mm -hmm. don't feel that overflowing peace that comes from him. And so for me, um, and, and, and look like all seasons of life look different, whether, whether you have a newborn, whether you have no kids, whether you're at school, like whatever it looks like. But for me, um, just the sacrifice of like, um, I'm going to get up at five or, you know, four 45. And like, that's when I have to do it because that is the time where like, I can get up and go, you know, and have my little space out in the living room by myself before anybody is awake. And for me, like, it's not easy, especially if, you know, kids are up in the middle of the night and things like that. But I, I know what it feels like when I don't wake up. Right. Like, and early to like, you know, get in the word. And I'm like, I just, I'm like, I want the other way. Like I need his way because that's, what's going to really help me throughout the day and just carry me. And so, so I don't, I would say as far as like studying, so I'll spend a lot of time just in prayer and then reading scripture and then writing out whether it's verses and praying through that and then doing some study. But I would say, you know, probably like most of the time, like my study study is either going to be like in the evening after the kids go to bed or in the afternoons, like, you know, nap time, quiet time. That's when I will really sit down and like, I can write and things like that. But starting my day in the word and in prayer is just, I mean, it's, it's a non-negotiable. I have to do it because it's, it's just when it doesn't, it's happen, like your coffee in the morning. It's just, it's like some people that's what you have to have. And I'm like, that's great. You do yeah. what you have to do. But for me and, and I'll share it. Like I just, that's how I have to start my day. So. Yeah, no, it's so good. I need to start waking up earlier because I will, I'll, I'll like have my Bible out, but it's usually like during breakfast. So it's always a little scattered uh, where it's like oh, that's the boys cool. ready. And then I'm like, I really need to just have my quiet time. <laughs> like yeah. and that's another thing too. And I think our world too kind of puts this thing on like quiet time. Right. And so I like to say like, so I'll start my day that way. Right. And it is quiet. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even at breakfast, like you said, having our Bible out or talking to the kids or saying like, Hey, like, let's pray, you know, for this. And, and I, it's definitely something that I've incorporated for even homeschool. Like we start our day and we talk about, you know, we're learning about, you know, a piece of scripture and we're memorizing a verse each week. And so it, you know, quiet time doesn't always look like quiet time. And there are times when a kiddo wakes up and they're sitting in the living room with you at five 30 in the morning and that's okay. Right. It's just, absolutely. I think it's just that posture of like, I am going to spend this time with him, whatever it looks like. And sometimes it does like our Bibles are on the counter and it's, it's, that's really good for our kids to see too. It's great for our kids to see. I mean, I remember if I remember anything about my mom, um, it's just that she had her Bible open all the time, you know, yeah. like she didn't even like, we didn't, you know, communicate as <laughs> well, but, right. but having that open was always such an example that I didn't even realize ingrained in me until I became a mama to be like, yeah. wow, like that. I just always, you know, knew that my parents were people of faith. So that's really good. Yeah. And it's important. Cause like, I feel like the more that you eat the word of God, the hungrier you are for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so waking up at five 30 is not a big deal because you're hungry for it. And you are like, I need more. Um, I was talking to Val from Valerie Marie paper and, um, yeah, we, yeah. Oh my gosh. There's her planner. I love that. I love, I love the community of, uh, women. I like, know. Val's amazing. 
Yeah. And so we were talking about this, about prayer and yeah, like the closer you get to God, the more intimate you feel and start hearing from um, him more. It's like, you just want more and more of that. Yeah. And on those days where like, for me personally, if, if there's a few days where I just didn't get that quiet time or I didn't get, you know, prayer is a lifestyle. I'll be praying all day, all day long. Yeah. Like all day long. But if I don't get the quiet time to actually like hear him, like the listening time, I mourn the Holy spirit. I I like mourn where God, where I'm like, please, I just need more of you. And so, but that comes because I know the closeness from, from seasons of being, you know, close. And so that's why it's so important for us to get into our, into our Bibles and study the word because it's the living word of God. And it's just, um, it's just incredible. (laughs) I don't know, but I love it. That's why I love following you. And I love, um, because I love learning more of, I think context too, of the Bible this past year has been more of a, rather than just having the faith, I've been trying to seek more of the biblical truths and the biblical context of things. And so what, how do you dig into say a study or are there any tips for people who are just starting to open the Bible? Like what can they do to really get the most of it? Yeah. So, I mean, I always like to say, I mean, the Bible is one huge story. Like it's one story, right? It's a story. And so for me, um, like there are times where, you know, you can, you know, read a Psalm or you can read, you know, a certain piece of scripture and, you know, pray through it or something. But I would say, especially for studying that, um, for me, context, right? And so um, I like to, if I'm gonna, let's just say I'm gonna pick a path, like I'm gonna study a passage of scripture, Um, I, what I try and do and what I really like to do, and I always suggest to people is to like read the, make sure you're reading the whole book of whatever, whatever book that you're reading, like read the entire book. Um, because then you just get like the bigger picture because it's really easy for us to say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. Can I just pick this verse when Mm -hmm. we don't know the context of it? Right. And so I always, um, what I will do, like, if I know I want to read, let's just say a chapter in Matthew, right? Well, I will go and I will get the context. So, you know, who, what, when, where, why, and understanding like all of those pieces and then reading it from, you know, start to finish. And then when you get to that certain passage, um, then it just makes a little bit more sense. And honestly, for me, I think it's just been something where I just hear the Lord a little bit more clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the biggest things, and I will always say this, is a lot of times we want to, and I think in this day and age, we see people, you know, that might study the word or, or want to pick a verse to, you know, just to kind of relate to it. Yeah. And the, one of the biggest things is understanding that when we read scripture, we're not trying to learn more about ourselves. We're learning more about, about the word. And, and yeah. so, and I think having that, it's just like understanding that as we are pursuing him and that we are pursuing him and, and just to be relentless in that pursuit, right. Of growing in the knowledge of who he is, because when we know who he is, then everything else becomes a lot more clear and, and, and it just helps us to understand 
understand. And so for me, um, yes, there are times where, um, and like I've even, uh, I shared this like on Val's Instagram when I was doing my prayer journal prep. So there are times where like, I will have, like, I'll go pick out a verse specifically um, if there's something, you know, that I'm praying through something, you know, for patience or something. And so I'll pick yeah. a verse that relates to patience, but understanding that in that verse, there's a lot more context too. So I think it's really helpful to pair up, especially when you're praying. I love, 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 love praying scripture. Um, and so to be able to pray back God's word is really powerful because sometimes we don't have the words, right? And so a lot of times I will do that. But when I'm really like studying, even a lot of times for me studying, like, and it might take a long time. So next year I'm going to read, I'm challenging myself, which I know it's going to be hard because not hard to read the Bible in a year because that seems like a lot. But for me, I like to, like, I will literally sit on one verse or one word and dig through the Hebrew and the That's Greek so good. for like weeks. And, and so I'm like, <laughs> I told my husband, I'm like, so I'm going to read the whole Bible in a year. And he's like, you are. And like, not because it's overwhelming, but because like, I have a really hard time not like stopping and like digging into the words. Yeah. But um, that's good because yeah. I feel like, I feel like the more you read the same passage, there's like more revelation. I mean, you could even walk away from it for a week and, and then read it again. And then there's new revelation based off just what the Lord is downloading to you, <laughs> you know, like no, it's what he's showing you or, or what you're walking through might allow for more revelation uh, to a verse. Yeah. So good. Sometimes I'll even write down like whatever year, you know, what I'll write down the date. Sometimes like if I am studying something, I do that. I write the date and it's been interesting to like, look back Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh wow. Like that applied to this when I was walking through it, but now it's completely different from where I am. So yeah. Or I, I, I have found that there's a certain, there's a couple, um, like books or, chapters of the Bible where I continue to turn to. And so with, and so that's why I also date it because I feel like each time I'm getting to the same passage, he's trying to tell me something else, you know? And so I'll write, like, there's this one where I have like three different dates because I have turned to it in the past year. I've turned to it three different times. And I'm like, he's telling me something different each time of of why, you know, like, cause I, I'll ask him, I'm like, this makes no sense whatsoever. I have no idea. Like, why are you sending me here? You know, like, and then, yeah. and then it's yeah. just, it's just so cool. It's, it's so cool. Um, but it's also a lot that, you know, I don't think we could ever exhaust the learning the Bible. Like there's just so much to it. And I think that's like, I don't know, for me and that, that hunger and that thirst, like that just kind of, that's where like, that's, those are the, those are the pieces that really will get me up in the morning because I'm like, okay, there's actually not enough time. And like, like, so like, what would your ideal day be? And I'm like, honestly, I mean, like obviously time with, you know, time in prayer, but then like time with my family and that quality time. But like, if you just gave me like a full day, I mean, I would probably just go, you know, somewhere extremely quiet and just like read the word and study it. And, and because there's so much, um, in it and it's so rich and yeah. And it's it's not, and and it's like, we're, we're like an empty vessel. And the more that we read, it's like feeling, filling us. And so I like, we're never going to read the Bible really and be like super frustrated. Like, I don't know there's so much peace in the story. And even in the story of struggle, there's just always hope. 
And so yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking of that as you were talking, <laughs> like, yeah, that's no, why it's, it's so peaceful to go and just sit and just open the Bible and just pray. Yeah. It's just, and even the parts that like, we don't understand or that are harder to understand because there are those, mm-hmm. I mean, there are books of the Bible, there are verses in that are hard. Um, but I think just knowing for me, it's just been like, well, it's not necessarily like, it's not up to me. Like, I don't have to have the answers. Like every single yeah. word God breathed and on purpose. And I don't, have to know every single, like, I don't have to know it right then and there. Maybe I'm, and then sometimes as I'm reading through things, I'm like, maybe God just is, it wants to reveal something else, mm. you know, maybe not in that specific place. And then, you know, I've come back to scripture and it's like, well, two years ago, I would have never really understood what that meant. And now he's just like brought this light to, you know, maybe that specific verse. And it's just really, yeah. really special when like those things happen. And I, and I think again, like I, I crave like hearing from him. And I know that to hear from him, you know, I have to be in the word and I have to be praying and always, I mean, it's, it's a relationship, right? And so yeah. we have to always be um, just like we would talk to our spouses and our kids and our family, um, just always having that, that relationship and just talking to them all the time. Yeah. It's so true. I always think of the, like this me- analogy of when, we, when we all, when we start a new sport or a new activity or (laughs) for, for us women, when we get into a new relationship, how much time do we spend trying to get good at the activity or to get to know that person? Like we spend our entire like thought, like that it consumes us. And so that's how it needs to be with, with our relationship with God. Like it needs to consume us and in, in a healthy way, obviously, <laughs> but, and then it's like a ripple effect too. Right. Because then I think about, um, and I, and I think you've used, you've used the word like ignite like yeah. before. And that's like one of, mm-hmm. one of my like biggest things I'm like, let's go and ignite these gospel fires. Right. And so, because the more of what you, of what, what you just said, like the more that we do that, the more that we are seeking him out and just relentlessly pursuing him. And in turn, it's that ripple effect that out of the overflow, right. That we're going to go and make him known, like, right. We're going to yeah. go and those conversations at a post office or the grocery store, or, you know, just a random person. Um, and, and it's, it's those times where I feel like, you know, that, that investment and that just in that relationship and pouring out into that relationship then overflows into, you know, other, um, just pouring out the gospel to other people, which is, I mean, so true. It's so true. The overflow is so important. It's so important because then you, all fear like goes out the door. Like you said, you could be at the post office and like, you have no fear to talk to someone about Jesus right. because he's a part of your life. Right. And there's like no going back. So that's pretty cool too. I love that. Yeah. Um, just having that boldness, but, um, okay. So real quick, what's your favorite, what's your favorite book in the Bible or a favorite um, verse? my favorite book or parable or all three. <laughs> Gosh, I would say probably Hebrews, mm. Isaiah. Mm. I would say like those are like my those are like my my go to. Yeah, let's say I like that. That's awesome. Those are good ones. Good ones. Um, and your favorite verse, or or honestly, maybe not favorite, because I feel like it changes in different seasons of life. So maybe what verse are you living living by 
now in this season of life? Yeah. So I would say, honestly, for the whole, I would say for all of, I mean, 2020 was rough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we all to say, say the least. <laughs> and I would say 2021 wasn't that much different, but um, <laughs> we have Jesus. And so yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but, 2021 um, was like a blink in the, uh, like, I, weren't I we, were we just like at New Year's Eve 2021? Like, I feel you. <laughs> what happened? I literally have no idea. I know. I know. I'm with you. Um, so I would say over the whole, I would say this past year. Um, so Isaiah 43 through five mm. uh, is, uh, and I, I have it right here too. So the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert, a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And so that's um, good. That's for me, um, he put the word, um, just one of the biggest, so he put the word encounter, um, on my heart last for like this past yes! year. Encountering oh. him. Sorry, go ahead. That's a and, whole other. So, and then I realized that through that word that also meant, I mean, there was a lot of like, just there was a lot of surrender. There was a lot of yielding and there was a lot of, and then the bigger piece of it was just exalting him. And so to be able to, and so kind of my anthem, and honestly, it's going to be going into 2022. Um, and honestly, probably will just stay with me, but just exalting him, like just to yeah. keep bringing Jesus to the highest of heights. Right. And I live in Colorado and the mountains are just like, I mean, I live in the mountains. And so for me, it's just, um, I go outside and I just feel his presence. And so, and, and, and so, cause I just asked him, especially after last year, I'm like, God, I just want to encounter you in every single thing, whether it's hard, whether, um, I mean, I've talked a lot about just on Instagram, like different terrains that we walk through, right. There could be places that are really easy. And then you get to a point in your, in your trail or whatever your journey. And it's like hard. And so for me, I was like, I just want to encounter him. And even in those like moment by moment parts of our day. Um, yeah. so Yeah. That's just so, that's like my, like, that's the same word too, that I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, I I'm actually, ironically, my next series is going to be encounter because okay. I, we can talk yeah. about, have a conversation about that. Cause I can talk about that all day. Long. I love it. I love it because, um, I'm doing, I'm, I've been behind because I've been sick, but, um, I I'm in a current series called ignite because yeah. that's just to ignite our faith and ignite, yeah. I, ignite this ignite, like studying the word and yeah. ignite that, that fire. But after that, we really need to learn how to encounter and how he can encounter us. And yeah. just honestly, we all need to talk more about the Holy spirit because, you know, it's not something scary to, you know, I don't know. Yeah. People are like afraid of, it's a gift from God that is our comforter and our like guide. And I don't know. I just don't know what I would do. My life would look a whole lot different without the Holy spirit. So anyways, that's where I feel like encounter and just, I don't know, his presence is just so, so powerful. Yeah. That's so neat. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have you back on for that. (laughs) Well, how can everyone find you and need to follow 
on Instagram and just, yeah, so it's just my first and last name. So it's Jennifer Edward. Um, and then I also, my website is just Jennifer So I made it, I tried to make it super easy. First Perfect. And last name. <laughs> Perfect. Easy. But your Edward is E D Edward. So it's yes. Dutch. My husband's Dutch. So it's Edward E D E W A A R D. Yep. Yeah, there. Yeah. Otherwise, people will just do Edward, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I feel like we could talk all day about yes, thank you everything so else. But you are a gift and a light to this world. Ah, uh, you. you're so sweet. You're so sweet. It's just it's so important to like have the community and like women come together to to share. It is. It's but really thank you. thank you for always showing up and sharing because it. I love seeing all your posts. And it encourages me to show up more because, you know, I'm, I'm like anti, I mean, I want to know all the things that he's teaching you. So you have to show up because I I know my gosh, but that's where I need, like, you know, I need someone who like can just, I can just talk and they can post for me (laughs) because I just don't think to, maybe I should put like a timer on or something, but, but I'm, I'm like you, I'm very much Holy spirit led. So like, I only, I will post if something is, if he's pressing something on my heart, like continually, then I'm like, okay, this, he's definitely wanting me to share, but yeah, you know, seasons of life, this one's just been busy. So it's been hard, but I always find time for him. Yeah, good. The moral, the moral of the lesson and the moral of this story yeah. and of this episode is make time for God and open your Bible. And if you yes. don't have a Bible, go to the store and get one right now. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll Thank talk to you, you later. Merry okay. Christmas. Well, how awesome is Jennifer? I just love hearing her heart. I love hearing just her tips on getting into the Bible. And I truly hope that this episode brought some hope, brought some encouragement and motivation to you to open up your Bible today. Um, If you are loving the episodes, if you are a frequent listener and you want to be able to help support this ministry, support this podcast, please, please don't hesitate. There is a link, a button on the podcast notes to do so, or you can head to anchor.fm to help support this ministry. And I just thank you so very much in advance for that. I just feel so blessed to be able to do this, to be able to connect. And I just thank you all so very much. I'm going to leave you with a prayer so that you can go about your day in strength and in purpose. So dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for everyone listening. We thank you for Jennifer's heart and we thank you for her family and her son, Father. We pray over anyone dealing with any confusion, any any deception, anything that is hindering them from hearing your word, from seeking your word, Father God, for filling their faith up, Lord God. We just pray, Father God, we break any assignment of the enemy that is over us right now that is hindering us from hearing your word, from seeking your word, and from knowing your word, Father God. We pray for your your word to live inside of us, Father God. We pray, Father, for just peace to overflow over everyone right now as we head into Christmas season, Christmas Day. Father, we celebrate your son. We thank you, Lord God, for the birth of your son, Jesus. We pray, Father God, for families to be united. We pray for reconciliation in family members and in relationships. We pray, Father God, for comfort. We pray against any spirit of division, any spirit of strife right now. We pray against it over our families, 
over our gatherings, over those that we meet. Father God, we pray for just a united, united church, a united body, and a united family. And we pray this in your holy name. Amen, you guys. We'll have a beautiful, beautiful day. And if I don't um, if I don't get back on here before Christmas, then have a very, very blessed Christmas. And I love you. Bye.